brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The RH7 Soccer Show. With Rowan Hendricks. But now, you in charge by time. Hashtag, Hashtag making good choices. Space and matter. On www.rh7soccershow.co.za. Good evening, welcome to the RH7 Soccer Show. It's Rowan Hendricks, your host, chatting to you live from Cape Town, South Africa. And I'm broadcasting from Hope Bay. As uh, tonight I have a very special guest on the show, Abed Nigo, the Ajax Cape Town winger. Tonight he'll be chatting to us a little bit about his life, uh, other than football. What is the faith uh, that has kept him going all these years uh, as this talent is uh, proving to be a phenomenal asset to the Ajax Cape Town uh, season in the hopes of promotion to the PSL in 2020. Thank you for tuning in, thank you for listening. As uh, I don't want to keep you up, know that the show is proudly powered by iHeartRadio and syndicated all the way in New York City. So it's international. So Abed Nigo, hope your friends, your family, your loved ones, your girlfriend, everyone is listening. Uh, to your interview tonight as well as all my international friends in Germany, uh, Spain, Holland uh, as well as in Greece uh, hope they are all uh, tuned in tonight thank you so much remember you can follow me on all the social media platforms the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and also later on in the show tonight uh, after the show I will also upload uh, the YouTube uh, content and then you can watch him live as we kick it off right now with uh, his song that he sang, uh, a cover from hey the song, Torin uh, Wheels' uh, song, Known. 
and then we'll jump straight into his interview. Sit back, relax, wherever you find yourself. Hope you'll enjoy the content tonight. Hi there, chat later. Okay, for IX Cape Town. I'm excited to be chatting to you soon on the RH7 Soccer Show, and uh, it's a privilege to be part of your journey. Kept on winger. Welcome, Abid Nigo. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for having me. It's always a pleasure you know, to, to come to speak to you and just have a chat. I'm yeah. excited about this. Yeah, I'm very excited as well. As you can see on my face, I'm been smiling since uh, since the video hit social media. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into that a little bit shorter, a little bit later on in the show. Sorry about that. And uh, yeah, man. Um, firstly, I want to say thank you again. For allowing me to, to interview you and uh, I just uh, I just want to share your story and I know you have a beautiful story to share I think what the soccer fans and soccer people out there don't know about yet and I would like to give you this platform just uh, to share your story 
So I think let's start with uh, where did Abed Nego grow up? Who is Abed Nego? And uh, yeah, where is he from? Yeah, um, Abed Nego is, is a boy from uh, Northwest in Mafeking. Mafeking is, is a small place, uh, well known. When you speak about Northwest, everybody knows Mafeking. So uh, I come from Mafeking in a place called Kagani. It's a small village. Yeah, that's where I was born, that's where I was raised, and that's, that's been my life. Yeah? Yeah. Cool, man. Um, and if we talk in terms of schooling, in, in, it's Mafi King, right? Yes. And uh, yeah, where did, where did you school at? Um, I started uh, at Living Faith. Living Faith is a, is a Christian school, famously known that side, and uh, it has a primary school and a high school as well. So. I joined them from Cretch, yeah. grade one, and yeah. grade, grade uh, seven. I was at the same school. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <coughs> after that, what happened? What happened? Uh, I, I, I take it you didn't finish school at the uh, living place. Yeah. Um, as you all know, that uh, I joined School of Excellence uh, after uh, because I was. Where am I? Grade 7. Yeah. After grade 7, I went to childhood school of excellence. Yeah. That's when I had to leave the school and go back, go to Joburg. Yeah. Yeah. So, school of excellence, uh, just for the viewers, uh, you might be wondering what school of excellence is. It's a football school. Yes. I take it, yeah? Yes. Uh, so, a little bit of some, how do I say, history about the school of excellence. I went to school of excellence as well. As, and. Uh, <coughs> That's what Abednego is speaking about right now. It's a soccer school where the best talent in South Africa gets uh, hosted at, and uh, the boys stay at the dorm still, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, that's obviously where you also went. And how were you scouted? How did you end up uh, going to the School of Excellence? Um, my team went for trials. We went as a, as a group. As a group. Yes, to Yeah, so. Before going there, we, we heard a lot of things about School of Excellence, you know, there are guys like... Good or bad? Just a good thing, good I don't remember anything bad about it. Yeah, so, uh, they, they, they told us about guys like Steven Pina, Bernard Parker, they play, you know, so many good guys who went there. Came so, out of there. Yeah, of course, we were attracted and we thought, you know, if, if big names went there, I mean, like, we could become big names as well. Mm. So. We went for Charles in 2007, and uh, out of all my teammates, they, they chose only two. It was me and uh, the other guys. So the following year, which was 2008, I enrolled in the school. Nice. Yeah. Do you remember the, the other guy's name, perhaps? Yeah, Tuto, Tuto Who is he now? Yeah, he, he doesn't have a club for now, but he was playing for Platinum Stars. For Platinum Stars, okay. Yeah. And um, let's let's talk about your family a little bit. Do you have any siblings? Uh, and your mom and dad, uh, where are they still alive? Through God's grace. Yeah, no, by God's grace, everybody's still alive. And uh, both my my mom and dad, they are my mom and dad. They live in Mafeking. Together with my my younger sister, I've got two sisters, the older sister and the younger sister. So. My parents and the son. You the you the only son. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
the son is in the middle of uh, the, the two ladies. Yes. How do you find that? No, that's, that's good. It you know, you know, sorry, you know why I ask? Because I come from a big family. Yeah. Uh, we have seven kids. I'm the eldest son. Yeah. So I have two older sisters. And uh, yeah, it can be very difficult at times uh, being in a big family. But you have a small family and you're in the middle. No, find no, I, I find it very nice because I'm, I'm, I'm the only son, you know, it comes with... Were you spoiled? Did they really, Not really, because I, as soon as I was 10, 11, I had to move away from my family because of football. So, I wouldn't say that I'm spoiled, but uh, it, it's nice, it's a nice feeling to yeah. know that I'm the only son. And, uh, yeah. It comes with benefits. And you're doing well? You're doing well for yourself? Yes, right? yes, yes, um, yes. How's your, how's your parents? How's your parents doing? Uh, well, what what are they doing? Are they still? Yeah, my my, my, my dad is a full time uh-huh. pastor, and uh, my my mom is a teacher. So you can understand what kind of background I come from. There's a lot of guiding. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, you know discipline that uh-huh. has been involved there. So yeah, I come from a very good family. Okay. I could say. Occupation wise, your mom is she? You said she's a teacher, right? Yes. yes. Uh, teach teach you perhaps in. Yeah, when I was in uh, primary school, grade five, my mom taught me, and uh, like I always say, that was in the best years of my school. It was, or was it? Wasn't. Why not? <laughs> no, it's, it, it's the, the weirdest thing to be taught by your mom, and like, you know, if you if you didn't complete your homework or your classwork, you have to be punished, yeah. and you, you're punished by your mom at school, I mean like... How was it? How was it? How was it coming home? Like, if you would get homework and things, would she help you, or would uh, she just say, "Do it on your own"? Mm-hmm. I was I was living with my aunt by that time, so I wasn't oh. living with my mom. The only time I got to see her was at class. Okay, so that was a bit easier. <laughs> yeah, a bit much more easier. Now, my question to you would be: um, a, a coaching father or a teaching mom? Which one I'm, is uh, easier? I go for a coaching father. A coaching father. Yeah, yeah, I prefer coaching father. But that's, but that's, uh, how would I say? That's that's strange because you know fathers are tend to be hard on their sons, and you know the moms are a bit more lenient. Yeah, but you know the reason why I'm choosing this is because uh, I don't like to be, you know. So when somebody is really tight on me when it comes to school, I, I never love that. You know? Yeah, so. Football is something that I love, something that I'm passionate about. So when my dad comes and says, hey, you gotta shoot, you gotta do this, you gotta pass, you gotta... I just take it normally and I would take it with a coach. Okay. Yes. And he didn't put any pressure on you? No, no, not really. Ah, well, that's a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> I think us as... Uh, my father was very strict on me. And, uh, yeah, he, he, it, at times it got the best out of me, but at times, like you said, it would get frustrating. Because of the pressure, yeah. I think. So uh, that's why I'm asking. You. I know it's it can be very, very, very um, difficult. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, take us, take us on your journey. Take us on your journey. So Abed Nigel went to the School of Excellence. Yes. And uh, you got scouted. You went for trials. Uh, how did you end up at Wits? Um, as, as you know, School of Excellence plays tournaments that are league. We were in a league together with big teams like Super Sport, Ducks, Pirates and all. So whenever we get to play those teams, you know, it, it creates an opportunity for us to, to get seen by those teams. And uh, there were a few teams by then that which, you know, were kind of a, a bit interested in me. But then um, 
because I was still at school, I could not join them. So as, fin- as soon as I finished matric, um, uh, I went on trial to birds with the other side, big boys. And um, by God's grace, I made it. And that's how I joined them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you started, you, did you start directly in the first team at this? Or no, I started did you, to, did you have to work your way up? I had to work my way up. Like I said, I joined Beat Boys. Beat Boys is the reserve side. So, yeah. Uh, I played for Beat Boys for just one year. Then, um, after then, I got promoted to the first team. Where were you scouted at? Uh, even, we, I think we forgot to, to mention the, the club that you were scouted at from when you... Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, it was Western Tigers. Are they also based in Mafeke? In Mafeke, yes. Yeah. And what position did you start out at? Were you always a winger? No. No? <laughs> what, what position did you play? I, I used to play centre midfield. Centre midfield? Yeah, I was a centre midfielder and uh, all my life until, until I went to Verts. Even when I was in Charlotte Verts, I played as a midfielder. Okay. Back so. So the coach Ashley 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 Makanya is the, is the one who changed uh, everything about me. He, he came to me after one game. He's like, "Why are you playing midfield with so much speed?" Yeah, so I'm like, "What what is this?" Oh, guy? with speed. Yeah, uh, like you've got so much speed, but uh, you're playing midfield that doesn't make sense. Then he's like, "I'm gonna change you." You're the coach of the player. The decision is yours, and yeah. wherever you want to play me, I'm gonna play. And uh, he put me on the sides. I did stuff I thought I never could do before. Wow. Then I'm like, wow. My strength is now beginning to show out. Mm-hmm. I never knew I had skills. I never knew I could take on players mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that kind of transformation, if we, if I could give anyone the benefit, I, I think it's Coach Ash. Yeah. yeah, that's nice, man. Yeah. Um, and also that you believed in him, that you, you tried to go with what he said. Yeah, there were so many guys, uh, Lebohan Piri and... Yusuf, Jabi, and Mr. Villagazi, all they came from him. You know, he was, he's got a good reputation of you know, producing great players. And if Ashley comes to you and says that, look, I think you, you could play better on this position, you wouldn't doubt. You wouldn't believe it because he's done so many wonderful things with other players. Yeah, nice. Um, so we, we, we went on the journey you started in Mafeking, went to School of Excellence, you joined Vitz. Uh, where, did, where has football taken you up until being now at Ajax Cape Town? Um, as soon as I finished with Bid first, I, I joined the first team, as I said, then um, I struggled to get regular game time or to break in into the, uh, the first starting team. So um, I got loaned to Cape Town All Stars and uh, I played the season there, came back. And um, I thought I was going to make it into the first team now that I've been playing in the NFB. I thought I had some you know, bit of experience and game time and it didn't work out again. So they, they sent me out to Stellenbosch and uh, I played like six months there, which was good. I feel like I played one of my best you know, football by then. Yes. And uh, they called me back to come and play for Birds and I played six months with Birds. And uh, after that six months, Things didn't work out again, and I went back again to Stellenbosch. We won the league, I played my best football, and that's just how it is. Until today, right now, um, I don't belong to Bets anymore. I'm a player for Ajax. Yes. And your, 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 the league 
the league uh, that you won with with uh, Stellenbosch, the NFT. Yes. Has it, was it your first one, or have you won leagues uh, at a high I've, level before? I've, I've been unfor- I've been unfortunate whenever I get loaned. Is it wins the league? Ah, yeah. No? <laughs> yeah, or they win Telcom Cup or something. Yeah. I'm just there, like uh, watching them on TV. I'm like, you, I could have been there. Yeah. Unfortunately, but I always believe that you know what, something is gonna work out. Mm. Yeah, we had a good what season. Is? Huh? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Then we had a good season at Stellenbosch. What made it so good? What, what made, made the season yeah, good? What made Stellenbosch so? What did, in your in your words? What did you say made Stellenbosch? Uh, to be the formidable side that they were last season. It's unity. The team was 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 united. We were together as one, and uh, we we had a good understanding of one another, and uh, we were like a family on and off the field. So it was just unbelievable because I've never been in a team whereby you know you can relate to players as brothers. So it was it was amazing, and I think that's one of the key things that which led us to winning the league. Yeah. Why do I think uh, Faith had a, had a had a role to play in this in this team? Yeah, because I I listen. Let's 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 uh, let's even go a little bit deeper. Yeah. Your song that you sang, uh, the one that I put out on social media, yeah. uh, known. Yeah. Uh, why why is that song so important to you? Because when you're singing it, there's something else happening to you in that song. Um, we have to be honest and. Yeah. Uh, for to look at to look at your life, uh, I think I think faith plays a, a very big part in my life. Yes, yes, of course. You know, there, there's a saying that that goes like, we we have no choice. We are going to serve someone. Let's just make sure that it's Christ. As long as your life, there's something that you, that which you're serving. But uh, for me, I believe that it's Christ. And uh, regarding the song, it's it's amazing because um, the Bible says that. Before I formed you, that's God. He says, "Before I formed you, I knew you." Yeah. yeah. So that's amazing, mm. and uh, the song just complements that, that that God knows you. He knows where you're from. He knows what you've been through, what you're going through, and uh, there's nothing that which catches him by surprise. He's got everything planned out for you. So it's amazing. It's amazing that I'm fully known by God. Mm. Yeah, so that's why it means that, so much to it, me. It probably brings so much confidence, right? Yeah, it brings so much confidence to know that my God knows me. Mm. My God has ordained me. My God has anointed me. My God has has plans for me that I've got that, that which are going to prosper me. You understand? So it's have you have you seen have you seen the hand of God uh, in football on your life? Uh, if you talk about it uh, in the sense of uh, where you felt down, perhaps, or where yeah. you felt like God that was only you. You know what? Every time I was in school of excellence and I went back home for holidays, when I had to come back, my dad and my mom would pray for me. And every time my dad would use this phrase, God, we don't have any connection. We don't know anybody in Jordan. We don't have cousins or relatives. Everything is in my hands. So for me to be where I am right now, it's nothing but pure grace. Yeah, I I think... Anybody's connection. I didn't know um, anybody in Ajax. I never mm. thought I would be here. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For me, it's just at the hand of God. Yeah, I think. Yeah. A lot of us are also still surprised that uh, you left... Stalis after winning the league with them and then uh, joining Ajax Cape Town. What, what was your, what do you think uh, was the decision the, that you made uh, to come to Ajax and not join Stalis in the Premier League? Um, I was on loan to Stellenbosch, so uh, by the time we finished the, uh, playing the league, my contract with them was done. I had to go back to Verts because I had a contract with Verts. So when I when I had uh, when I was back at Verts, I don't know how, but I was expecting to go back to Stellenbosch. But I believe there was a miscommunication between the two teams, and things didn't work out. There was no agreement, and which was bad for me. And um, I stayed there for a while, and um, out of the blue, I had that Ajax are interested in my services, and uh, I never thought twice about it. I said, look, um, I'm, I'm going there. Yeah, I would also grab Ajax. <laughs> if Ajax comes calling. Yeah. I mean, yeah, former player, as you, as you know. Um, yeah. Now coaching at Ajax Cape Town. And, yeah, welcome to the show again, as I say, Rowan Hendricks on the RS7 Soccer Show, chatting to Albert Nagel, introducing him again, once again. And, uh, yeah, I just want, let's, let's, let's uh, go on uh, another journey um, and uh, talk about singing. Yeah. So, your song, the song from uh, Torin Wells, I, I I have to go back to it because uh, I think it's 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 a song that's uh, blessing a lot of people out there. I think you chose it perfectly <laughs> and you did it well, man. Have you done it before? Yeah, I've done I've done a lot of songs, not this one, but I've done a lot of songs. I surrender all to you and. Songs that people could relate. Where can to. the people see it? Can, is it on social media? Yeah, on, on my Facebook page. Uh, mm. I've got a lot of uh, good songs that people can get yeah, from there. Okay. And um, where the Torrent Walls one, um, mm. we were on camp, so I don't know. I thought it just came to me. Like anybody who's got a speaker, guys, and someone borrowed me, I got some speaker together with Rogers. We went into the room. Mm. I thought about doing this, then I just sang mm. and it came out nice. I'm like, I don't need mm. to keep it for myself. Mm. Yeah, let me put you it out there. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for sharing it, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah, when I listen to it, one of my favorite songs, I must yeah. say. Wow. Uh, my wife, my wife, uh, she's like, again? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's, that's why we love, eh? To inspire yes. others and yes. if we can use uh, the platform to inspire others and also to tell others about God. Yes. And uh, what's your Christian like, uh, your walk like? How's it been? Um, you said your father's a pastor. Yes. Uh, you, you are saved, you are born again. Yes. And uh, are, you, are you right now in any church? Yeah. Um, what's happening? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with CLC right now. And uh, just to tell you a, a bit about my Christian yeah. walk. Uh, yeah, that's what we want. That's yes, what we yes, want yes. Please, please. Tell us, tell us. Like I said, my dad is a preacher, and uh, so you could tell that we are a Christian family. But the funny thing is that 
I grew up not liking church. I hated the fact that I'm a preacher's kid. Like mm. it, it was boring, and uh, I just did not get it. You understand? Mm. Until I I went to Sports School of Excellence. There was a missionary from America, Pastor Ovamela. So he used to come to school on Mondays and Fridays, and he just you know to preach to mm. to motivate and encourage us. And all of a sudden, I just caught fire. Christ, you know. Sure. I, Christ got a hold of me and uh, I went back home. They said, hey, you're not the same anymore. What's sure. happening? Yeah. And uh, that's how I met Christ. And nice. Yeah. Because people automatically think that when you are from a Christian family originally, it's automatic. It's automatic. Yeah, it yeah, but, but, walk walk. but Christianity is a personal thing. Yeah. You know, it's a relationship. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask was, uh, I'm sure the viewers would love to know, is uh, Abednego still single, or is he is he married? Uh, <laughs> does he have kids? What's his plans? His future plans? <laughs> yeah, when I was uh, when I was at Stellenbosch last season, I met my girlfriend, who I believe will be my wife. Amen. Soon, by nice. faith. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm in a relationship, a very serious one. A very serious one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's gonna love you again. <laughs> yeah, I met her. A church as well. A church. Yeah, she's part of the media team, and uh, that's how we met. And uh, ever since then, you know, we've been together, and things are going well so far. And she's also at CRC. Yes, she's she's at CRC. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, I met my wife as well, as you know. Yes, we spoke yeah, about it. Yeah. Uh, also singing in the in the choir. Wow. And uh, that's where I, she caught my eye. <laughs> so yeah, I think we both have. Uh, st- We'll, we have stable partners, wow. I'm sure. Um, I'm speaking in faith again. <laughs> so, uh, no, you a strong man needs a strong woman. Yes. And uh, I'm happy you found uh, the one. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you something, um, some spot questions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your favorite food? Uh, I'm an original Kasi guy. Kasi guy. Yeah. yeah. Pop, pop, pop and force. Pop, pop and force. Chakalaka. But, that, but I'm, an, I'm not a classic guy, but I love chocolate also and pop and rolls. Yeah. I love when my wife makes, uh, uh, they call it pop tart. Yeah. She makes it in the oven, the, um, the, the pop. Yes. And there's mealy yeah. and bacon and tomato in it. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's what we grew up with. So yeah. for me, it does it, does it for me. The, yeah. Your favorite restaurant? It has to be spare. Spare? Yeah. Uh, Since I met my girlfriend, you know, uh, uh, I used to ask her, where, where can we go? And, we always keep ending at spare. We, <laughs> we never go at any other. Coach is not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just ended up falling in love with spare. Spur. Yeah. Um, if you could cook any meal, what would it be? Chicken and rice. Chicken and rice. <laughs> <laughs> Fried chicken, baked chicken. Right, okay. right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Next time we will be coming to you for, for supper. <laughs> you cooking. <laughs> Um, what, what can I still ask you? Uh, favorite brand? Clothing brand? Yeah, there's, there's plenty, but um, Nike does it. Nike? Yeah, I prefer Nike. Okay. Yeah, even though I'm wearing Puma right now, hey. but... <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit it out of the time. Yeah, Nike is cool. Yes, yes. Um, uh, car brand? Favorite car? I like BMW. Which one? 
X5. X5. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, for those who might not, uh, who might be listening, and uh, you can catch it on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, the footage will be there. But Abed Nigo is actually a tall guy. I just realized yesterday. <laughs> He's actually big. I'm sh- oh, I'm just short. <laughs> so uh, X5. Uh, You'll understand when you say when he says that he's, he's, that's his uh, favorite brand yeah. uh, of car. Um, favorite holiday destination that I've never been to. That you've never been to, and one that you've been to. Um, I like Paris. Paris. Yeah, from what I've seen, it looks like a, a great place and romantic. Yeah, eh? yeah it I looks think your honeymoon should be in Paris. Hint. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a very good place. Uh-huh. And uh, the one I've been to, I think Seychelles. Yeah. Yeah, we, we played a Kev tournament there and uh, wow, yeah. I wish we could stay like two days after the game. But mm. yeah, it was amazing. You, you, you said Kev, you've been in the national team? So for yes. those out there who don't know? Yeah, I've uh, played uh, Kosafa with uh, Bafana, but uh, Stuart Baxter. So that was my like, first cap, but we, we played here in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cap that I'm talking about was with Verts, with Verts. yes, America. the Cap Confederations, okay. yes. And how's, how's it being in Africa? I know I'm going a bit off the topic here. Yeah. Now it's, it's, it's a good experience. Playing in Africa. It's a good experience. The conditions are not the same. Uh, with no due respect, but if you take South Africa compared to the other countries here, it's bad. And uh, whenever we went out to play, we had to fight. We had to grind out because uh, the sun is, is hot. Mm. The air is not the same. It's humid. It's, yeah, so it was always difficult to go there and play. And, but at the end of the day, when you come back, you, you, you take it as something that which is, you know, an, an amazing experience. You know, yeah. I'd like to know, uh, Abednego, you said uh, growing up in Mafeking, um, you moved to stay to another school yes. with your aunt, and you yes. went to stay at your aunt's place. Yes. Uh, from there, you went to school of excellence. Um, have you always been working hard? What has been your drive? If you can say, yeah, you've always been a hard worker at football. What's What's driven you to to become this footballer and person that you are today? I think it's 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 a belief that what I have in me is something that which is unique, that which not everybody has. That has been the, 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 the driving thing for me. You know, from a young age, I was always told that, uh, brah, you, you've got talent. I mean, like, whenever you play, uh, you look much more different from the other kids. So from that time, I could tell that, you know what, I have something that which is special inside of me. And uh, I have to do something about it. I have to work hard. I have to do what it takes. So that has been the, the, the driving thing for me. And... Um, because church, God, plays a, a very huge role in my life. Um, came to CRC and uh, a lot of messages were being preached. And uh, one that which I got singled out the most is the, where, where they preached about uh, purpose and passion. Passion and purpose. So God has placed a passion in each and every single individual. And uh, he wants us, through our passion, to fulfill the purpose. So that is powerful and that's a message that which I carry with me every time. With this passion that which God has placed in my heart, I can fulfill the purpose, you know. I can get Christ to, to be known more through what I'm doing. 
So that has been the driving thing for and me. So Amen. That's, yeah. that's great, man. Yeah. Have you um, also? Is there is there anyone in your family or in your friends or or relatives or people that you look up to that said, "Wow, this this person has passed uh, away for me and made me really believe." that I could be a footballer, other than your, 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 your mother, your father, your aunt? Which role model is out there for you? I think, I think, I think my dad has to be my role model. And uh, not that he played football. I never saw him play football. People say he played, but I never saw him. I was still young. What, what makes him my role model is the fact that uh, he's a man of God. I remember from a young age, uh, the guy used to pray in the morning, in the afternoon, at night, without getting tired. He did it every day since we were young. And uh, at times, I remember when, I, when I'm sleeping and the guy would be around the house or passing through my room praying. And I'm like, it's 12 o'clock. I mean, like, really? Yeah, and so some of the prayers are overhead. I'm like, yo, he's talking about me. Wow, that's powerful. He's been doing it since t- till today. So. That kind of consistency, that kind of faith, and that kind of obedience, if it doesn't play a role, I don't know what else is going to play a role sure. in my life. Yeah. So, for me, my dad is my superhero. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's great, it's great to hear. Yeah. Um, not many, many kids have the opportunity mm. to have parents right, uh, that's so supportive, mm. and also parents that is serving God and faithfully, mm. and also um, understanding that it's not only in their power, mm. and... There's a, there's a greater work, a greater um, person out there that, that, that has bigger plans for us in our lives. Uh, lastly, before we close the, this interview, uh, it won't be the last, um, I just want to know if any youngster is listening to this right now. Yes. Any, any, let's, let's do it in a twofold question. The first one is if any sports person sport kid out there, aspiring footballer, is listening to this, uh, what advice would you give him uh, to reach the top? Uh, my, my, my advice, it's, it's very simple. It's, um, it's to believe in yourself. I think it's, it plays a very huge key role. Because if you, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else is going to believe in yourself, in you. So, you know, hard work, you, you have to work hard. But um, I don't know how to put it, man. In order for people to see you, it first starts with yourself. yourself yeah. yeah. Believe in yourself that you've got what it takes. And if you do so, it just shines out to people. Yeah. Have yeah. you had any injury, like any injury where you thought, well, um, this is it? And how did you overcome that? Um, Yes, I've had an injury where I couldn't play for like seven to eight months. I had an injury in my right foot. I don't know what happened. I got into a 50-50 tackle and went to see the doctors. Made about like three x-rays. Nothing could be seen, no fracture there. So by that time, it's, it's, it's by that time where I got to know Christ. I knew Christ through an injury. Yeah. That's, sure. that's, that's funny now. Yeah. If it wasn't for my injury, I wouldn't have been a Christian. Just, to, just to put it in simple terms. It's a miracle. Yes. It's a miracle I got happens. saved through my injury. Through a miracle. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So in that, in that process, I was stressed, I was frustrated, and uh, I had nowhere to go but to Christ. 
<laughs> if I must tell you a story now, you will think I'm lying. Uh, uh, I tore my Achilles. Uh, I was playing for uh, Supersport, and I got loaned to FC Aiken. Mm. And I tore my right Achilles. Mm. And the doctor said to me, you can have an operation, or you can let it rest for seven months. Wow. <laughs> and in that seven months, I went to a church uh, service at, the, at Raymond Yes, Raymond Cole, yeah, I know him. And it was a healing service. Uh -huh. And I was doing rehab uh, through Supersport. And then, uh, the, I think three months before that, the doctor had done x-rays and said to me, look, um, it's going to heal, but you, you need time and rehab and everything. And he said he's never seen a, a rapture like my Achilles. He's seen raptures before, but this was a weird one. Somehow mm. it was just weird. Then I went to uh, Rayma, mm. and some woman just walked up to me. I didn't know her. She just walked up to me and she said, uh, why do you look so sad? And I said, no, I'm not sad. She says, no, you look sad. And then I said, no, uh, I'm here because I, I think God can heal me today. And she's like, uh, where, where is it hurting? And I said, my right Achilles, my right foot. And she actually took her hands and she put her hands around my, my Achilles. And immediately she started praying. I just felt warm blood rushing towards my Achilles at my foot, at my wow. ankle. Wow. I just felt it going on. And she stopped praying. She said, go and enjoy yourself in the service. You are healed. She said that immediately. Wow. Two weeks later was my checkup for my Achilles. So I go to the same doctor. They do the same x-rays, everything. The doctor comes out, shows me the, the x-ray. I still have it today. He says to me, he has never ever seen something like that grown back, the vein, the, the muscle grew back, there's no um, artificial muscle that grew, mm. the ligament uh, in future, and what would you still like to accomplish? And if you have a message for anyone out there, uh, you can let them know, the platform's yours. <laughs> Where do I see myself in the future? Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, for now, it's to do as as good as I can with, with, with the club and uh, to progress as possible. Uh, I think it's every player's dream to play overseas. I, I believe that I still got time and uh, I still have what it takes if I keep on doing what I'm doing to, 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 to get to overseas. So uh, with my, uh, I always had this in mind. Let me just be honest. Yeah. Yeah, we're honest. Yes. We're honest. Yeah. After after football, I I don't I don't I don't know much, but I want to be in the ministry. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I want to be a preacher or a singer or, but I just want to be in ministry. I feel like it's something that is in my heart. I feel mm -hmm. like it's it's a calling type of thing, and uh, if that's God's will, somewhere. Somehow I'll be somewhere there in the ministry and doing God's work. And of course, I like music. I can sing. I know. Yeah. And uh, sing and play. The, yeah, I'm. I'm, the, I'm the still singing gonna, footballer. Yes, I'm gonna pursue that as yeah. well. So there's so many plans in no, my I mind. Think, yeah. I think you should. I think you should. And you know what? God gives us a gift. Yeah. And uh, he, he he says, use it. Ah. Use your gift. Yeah. And if you don't use it, you'll give it uh, to someone else. Yes, and that's true. true. I think you're on the right track. Yeah. I believe what you said now. I believe it, that it's true. Yes. And uh, your purpose yes. might be 
uh, bigger than football, yeah. but it might be just for the time, mm -hmm. for the season that you you're doing what you what you were gifted with, yeah. and then you really find your your purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Cool. Yeah. Anything else you want to share with us? You want to give a shout out to anyone uh, that's listening right now? Maybe your family, your friends, your girlfriend, <laughs> anyone. Iana, yeah, no, I'd just like to give a, a shout out to my to my mom. I know she's my number one supporter, and uh, this this small little things, the interviews, the whenever she gets to see me on TV, like I know it without a doubt that she's the most happiest person in the world. And uh, yeah, I just want to send a shout out to her, to my dad, um, to my girlfriend, to my sisters, and there's so many people out there. Those who are behind me, even the IX supporters, like they've been amazing. We we are. I've never been in a club where the, the, the supporters are so attached. They, they are so close. And whenever we do well, they are the happiest. And whenever we lose, they get hurt. And it's amazing what, 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 what I see here. So I'm sending a straight shout out to them as well. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> yes, of course, it's my, my girlfriend. Oh, and uh, okay. I told her about this interview. She, oh, nice. she can't wait as well to listen to it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, all the best uh, with your game uh, tomorrow yes, against yeah. uh, Cosmos. Yes, Cosmos. Uh, hopefully you can con continue your goal scoring, uh, how do you say, goal scoring feats. <laughs> yeah? How many goals you are now? I've got uh, 10 league goals, ten league goals. one with the net being qualified. Yeah. Are so you it's the 11. Goal? Are you yeah. the leading one yet? Yes, yes, yes. So, I'm, I'm, I'm now, so we are chatting to Albert Miguel. The Ajax Cape Town winger and the current uh, goal-scoring leading top scorer in the NFT yes. of the season. Yes. And he'll win it. Amen. The golden boot. <laughs>